Hello. Hello. Welcome to Eve. I have a special guest today. My husband, DeJore Clark. DJ, hi. hi. My name is DeJore Clark. You call me DJ. Welcome to the <laughs> podcast. Okay, so today on my podcast, we'll be talking about relationships. And who better do that with than my husband? Me. So, a couple things we're going to get into are um, how the, how relationships were back then to how relationships are now with this new generation. We're also going to go into how do you, um, just a couple of our own backstories, ask a couple questions on what we learned from old relationships, embarrassing stories, good old stuff like that. So, we're going to go ahead and get into, get into it. I'll be the one asking questions. DJ's going to be my guinea pig. Guinea pig. Yeah, so let's go ahead and get into it. So, DJ, how many, just how many women have you been with? Oh, man. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. Okay, let's see. So, I would say, first question, what do you believe the differences between the way relationships were back in the day compared to how relationships are now in this new generation. <clears throat> you know what, to be honest, uh, a lot of, a lot has changed, but a lot hasn't. Uh, you know, the, why I say this is because, you know, we look at it nowadays. Nowadays, relationships are a little bit different. Things are, the media, uh, I want to say the media puts out um, they portray stuff in, in shows and TV, uh, TV and movies, like um, as if you know things are okay, and um, you know, like for example, I'm gonna say like, you know, cheating on having a side chick is is like okay nowadays. You know what I mean? It's the thing to do. Like it it it, it back then, you know, the last like. The generation before us and stuff like that—that that wasn't okay. The, back then, it was you had to hide it. You know what I mean? But now it's 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 okay. It's like it's a big thing for teenagers or whatever. And, and I feel like, you know, things haven't changed because, in the sense, is like, for example, like relationships now, uh, relationships then—they're more focused on. You know, uh, it seems like they're more focused on loving one person as far as, you know, but they still cheated and did all that stuff back then, too, as well. Relationships now, like I said, the media portrays it like side chicks are okay. This is okay. This is okay. And so people are more, you know, quick to to cheat or, you know what I mean? They're not relationships now, like trying to stay with one person is not. Like, people are not trying to do that nowadays, which, mm-hmm. you know, old-fashioned is is the way to go. And okay. uh, what's your thought on it? Well, my thoughts are, I think there's a huge change in the dynamic of relationships in this new generation as far as, you know, um, back then, like, the whole, the old-fashioned would kind of be like, you know, the breadwinner of the household would be, you know, the husband. The husband would be taking care of the wife, um, you know. But nowadays, it's like you have the woman coming up now. You know, a lot of 
Uh, you have a lot of women who are very independent, very, um, you know, they got it together more than before. And a lot of women definitely are taking the roles on of what a husband would be. So I feel like the dynamic of, like, marriage and just in relationships in general, the dynamic between a man and a woman has definitely changed. Um, Also, um, like you were talking about, like, the side chick is the new trend, which it is. It seems like a lot of the old-fashioned ways of, you know, sticking to one person, they used to do that back then anyways. They would cheat, and they would cheat, and it's nothing new, but the new thing to idolize a woman and, you know, be that woman who is, like, secretly sleeping with someone's man or a man who's secretly sleeping with someone's woman is, like, just the new thing, it's the new trend, which doesn't make sense to me, I guess. I mean, cheating is cheating, and it's always going to happen, so mm. the way it is. But I think just the whole idolizing and wanting to be that person and people not even caring about how they are, how they're portrayed nowadays, it's, that's, I agree with you on that. Mm. But, yeah, okay. I think relationships are completely different now than they were back then. I, I mean, people were still doing the same things, but... Again, with the whole social media and, um, you know, movies coming out back to back about how a relationship should be. I feel like this new generation looks towards, you know, social media and movies of how they think relationships should be instead of just kind of doing the basics and just kind of figuring out for themselves what they would like in a relationship. They all kind of just get all these portrayals from movies and, you know, celebrities and think, oh, that's goals, like, that's what I want, which isn't really always for everyone. So definitely a big difference. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know your opinions. Just like mine. All right. I'll go ahead and go into the next section where we're actually going to be doing some personal questions. So I'm going to go ahead and start off with you, and I'm going to ask, what do you believe is the worst thing a past date or an ex would could say about you um past the, uh ex anything about me um really you know to be honest uh i think you know exes can say anything about in general exes can say anything about their <laughs> you know their ex um as far as me you personally, though, DJ, don't be trying to, don't be trying to, don't be trying to get past the question. We know all exes can lie and stuff, but what, what do you, it's personal, though, you gotta say, like, what do you think the worst thing someone could say about you is? I don't know, that's a good question. I I mean, I don't, like, they can say anything about me, I don't know. And I think pop to mind that you may have done that you kind of feel bad about now you're like oh i, like I know my exes say, could definitely say this about me i feel like they can say that i was a player because i was a player at, at one time in my life um, <laughs> they can bring that out um, yeah that's a good they, one okay know, i think that's really, actually good that's kind of what popped into my head when i asked you this question was, that, yeah, they could definitely say like you're really, a player that's all i can really okay. say too much to be honest i don't yeah what about you okay uh worst thing that a Ex can say about me. Ah, oh, that is hard. You got a big <laughs> Whatever, shut up. Um, you know what? I want to have to come back to that question because that's really hard. I didn't really. Hmm. Worst thing that an ex can say about me. 
I guess that they can say it's hard. See? I'm a liar. You're a liar. I'm a liar. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Not really juicy, but okay. Next question. What do you believe your biggest fears about relationships are now? Whether it was in the past or just what was your biggest fears regarding relationships? Um, and this is relationships like boyfriend-girlfriend yeah, status. I could say in the past. One of my biggest fears was in the past. Um, you know, a big one for a lot of people is Covey, the other person cheating or the other person having a side to I think that's a big, huge one because everybody's afraid to get hurt. You know, we're in the generation, we're backtracking, we're in a generation right now that cheating is a big thing. And so, like, everybody wants to either talk to multiple people or talk to multiple guys and girls. Yeah. And I feel like... That. Well, it's not everyone. We can't categorize well, everyone that, but it's a big thing now. Is, 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 in fact, doing that. And so I feel like that's a big, huge thing. And, like, that that's a, a fear that, you know, people are – it's it's a bad fear because one reason is because if you fear that, then in your mind, in your, your mindset, you're going to say – you know what, I'm going to cheat because this person is going to cheat anyways. You know what I mean? Like, so it causes gonna... doubts, which causes the other person yeah, doubt, and so... then the result is cheating. I feel like that's, it, it It should not be like that, and I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, this is the way people should think, that, you know, if you cheat, if you, if you cheat, you should say to yourself, you know, if I do something, the other person is going to do the same. And that's how I changed my mindset from when I was a player to now. Is that you know if if I cheat, then another person is going to do the same. And then how would you feel? What was the point of the relationship if that if you are going to cheat? You know what I mean? Doesn't yeah. Everybody just wants to be selfish. Yeah. Not everybody, but you know, a majority of people nowadays. Yeah, I feel like for me, mine's probably the same. When I work first fears relationship is cheating, but also one of my biggest fears is wasted time. Ooh, that's I a can't. I don't like that. That's probably one of my worst fears is, you know, being with someone for so long and then you guys end up breaking up. What was the point? Question, question. How many years did you... Okay, go ahead. Question. So, now this brings up another question. Um, You said right now that wasted time, that's your biggest fear. But don't you think that that wasted time, instead of saying that was wasted time, you can actually learn from that time period? You know yes. what I mean? You can yeah, take that I example guess, and learn. Instead yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah, I could. That's definitely, that's very much true. But I feel like a lot of people, like in my case, for example, I feel like a lot of that time I could have just cut in half because let's just be honest here. A lot of people are in relationships and they, they know it's bad. You guys know you guys aren't right for each other, but then you still stick it out. Wait, that's what wait. I mean by wasted time. Clarify. In the... So okay, let's say, okay, let's say. We're together now, but clearly, <laughs> is this in your past? For my past, obviously, you do. Oh, but, but no, like, I feel like everyone has those relationships. You have a relationship with someone. Everyone goes through it, whether it's, like, one time in their life or a couple times in their life, where you're constantly dealing with a person you're with, and you guys have been together for so long, and it's, you guys are together for so long, and the reason why... You know, there's all these hazards, like, going off, you know. Mm-hmm. You guys are cheating or you're sticking with someone 
and they're treating you like crap or, you know, there's so many reasons. And you know that you shouldn't be with the person, but you stick it out. Whatever reasons, you're lonely, you're used to the person, you know, you just, or you're trying to stick it out, you want to change them. But a lot of the times, you know that you guys shouldn't be together. You know, your relationships are getting too crazy. You're fighting every day. So I feel like that's when wasted time comes in. Like, yes, you learn from, of course, you learn, you learn from everything that happens in your life. You learn from past relationships. I've definitely learned from almost all my past relationships. But I also learned that going forward, you shouldn't waste time with someone you don't see a future with. If you guys are constantly fighting, if you feel like you're always trying to change the person, that's when I think it's wasted time. That's when I'm just like, that's one of my worries is not realizing, hey, you know what? We should just end this. This isn't working out for either of us. Yeah, we may care about each other, but in the end, it's better if we just separate. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's what I mean by wasted time. Uh, all right. Thank you for letting me clarify that. Okay, let's go ahead and go on to the next question. So this is just kind of going off. What, what was... Apart from appearance, what is the first thing that people notice about you? I feel like people notice me for my personality. I personally have Mm -hmm. a goofy, a very goofy personality. Um, I'm very friendly, very outgoing, you know, and it was never like that before. I was always shy. I wasn't really sociable and I wasn't, you know... But now I'm more outgoing, more goofy. I, I, I kind of just, you know, I, I'm, that's the probably the first thing people re- uh, notice about me, uh, other than my good-looking looks. Okay, well, it was, oh, besides, it was yeah. besides appearance, but okay. thank you for throwing that in. Ah, how about yours? <laughs> what do you think um, I feel about like mine you is, and why? Okay, I feel like mine's completely opposite from you. I feel like people notice how quiet and shy I am. Because when I first meet people, I am quiet and shy. I don't open myself up. I kind of want to get a feeling for the other people. So I feel like the first thing they notice is, oh, she's quiet. Like, oh, she's she's mean or something. But it's really not like that. It's just my personality. I'm the type of person who likes to feel, you know, the other people before, you know, I let my personality come out. So it's, like, completely opposite from you. Mm, okay. So, yeah. Okay, cool. So next question. What do you, what is your definition of intimacy? Intimacy this is a good one. Intimacy, I feel like, is similar and very close to um, uh, sentimental. I I, I want to say, in a way, I feel like intimacy is being close with somebody, um, being very, very, very close with somebody. You know, at first I thought it was more like you have to be kissing and hugging and stuff like, like that. sexual sexual yeah sexual and i think oh, now okay. i think now it's more I, I feel like the meaning to me means being very close to somebody being intimate uh you know having close close and very great conversations long conversations uh and very personal conversations that's what I feel like it means. You know, I could be wrong. I really don't no, use I actually that word really, too I, much. I but... agree with you. And I kind of actually put it down to my head while you said that. You know, what What I noticed was intimacy when you're younger 
is has a whole different meaning than when you're older and you know yeah. what you want from intimacy. So I agree with you. When I was younger, I thought intimacy was more of like kissing, hugging, um, just, you know, that sexual thing. But when you, grow, so... <laughs> when you grow older, intimacy is like sharing parts of yourself and, you know, being close knitted with that other person, having a, you know, um, what was the word you used? Sentimental, sentimental bond. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely what I agree with. So that's good. thank you like for bringing that out. Yeah. That's a good one. All yeah, right. Viewers, viewers, if you have any comments or we want to hear your meaning on the word intimacy, if you want to go ahead and, you know, uh, post it in the comments or we can get you on one of our interviews on our podcast. Uh, just hit us up. Cool. Yep. Go ahead and do that, guys. So this one's actually a good question, so you better answer it correctly. (laughs) What was the most fun date you ever had? The best date I've ever had. I've actually had a couple. Hmm. A couple. Okay. um, Yeah. So um, the best date I've ever had, the first one would probably be... um, Probably... Mm, that's a good one. I think the one where me and you went to my grandpa's house uh, when uh, when my grandpa was still alive. Uh, now the date, this was the perfect date. It wasn't really a date between me and you, but it was a date where we would go down to California from where we live, Nevada, and we would go visit my grandpa. Mm-hmm. What we'd do is we'll go get something to eat. We'll go to the movies. Um, after we get out of the movies, we'll go grab some snacks and my grandpa will go take us home. We'll go home and watch either, you know, boxing or watch a movie. And I felt like that was the best date because one, me and you were getting closer, but also we are sharing that moment with my grandpa as well. And I feel like that's one of my best dates. Uh, two, the other date that I've liked. You also remember the question is fun date, fun date, fun date. Well, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Our, our, my other fun date was probably Disneyland with you mm-hmm. or our, our... Which Disneyland trip? We went twice um, so far. Probably the first one. First one? The first one okay. was good because it was more me and you. And, and then the the third one, I, w- I really liked. We got information on a spot, a beach spot yeah. that was secluded. Nobody was around there. And then uh, if... Here's the beaches on the bottom floor, and then, like, I guess there's a top, uh, you know, you go up, walk up the stairs, there's a top floor with all these restaurants, and you can overlook the beach, and that was our, that was another fun yeah. day that we had. Yeah. How about you? Okay. So, I guess I'll just put, like, the whole weekend as my fun date, mm. so I'll go off yours when we went to the beach. So, I'm going to try and paint a picture for the viewers. Okay, so... This beach is super nice. So we got the deets from his aunt. The deets. And it was like one of those trips where we were together, but it was still like a new relationship. So we were still getting to know one another, but we're still also having a lot of fun. So as I say this, me and (laughs) we were a little bit younger as in our mindsets. So we were doing a lot of dumb stuff at the time. But even though we were doing dumb stuff, what I liked was that me and him were – um, very just like open and honest with each other at the time we didn't hold anything back it was just like a fun it was a really fun time so we ended up driving from 
um, Palmdale to this place in Santa Barbara. And the trip there was just pretty in itself because we're surrounded by vineyards. And it was just cool. So I liked that. Um, and then when we arrived to the beach, what you have to do is you park on, like, the road. But there's, like, a little train track that you go over. And then there's the beach. And that was just, like, the prettiest thing ever. And I always want to take a picture there. we got to go back there because I really want to take a picture. But, yeah. Then yeah, the nice. drive back. I think... I don't think that's the same trip where we went to Disneyland, but it was just, like, a fun time when we went because we hung out with your family, and it was really good bonding time to hang out with your grandpa. Um, I really yeah. liked your family. Really like your family still, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that was, that, was, that was a fun date. So that would probably be your fun date of mine. We've had a bunch, but I like that one. I don't want to... It's pretty to count. Yeah. The, the best <laughs> ones, I feel like, we're not even... The best ones... We're not even. We're not even spending money. We're not doing anything. Yeah, I feel like our best dates were the ones the weren't even planned. It was kind of just like, hey, do you want to go to California? Yeah, let's go to California. And yeah. it was just for uh, the moment. Yeah. We weren't even planning to actually go to the beach. We weren't planning on going to a beach, but it wasn't that one. And then when his the, yeah, I think the best dates were were driving in the car because yeah. we listened to music. We had the vibe. Yeah, it's definitely our thing is driving. We like to drive. Conversations. We like road trips. Yeah, that was good. Okay, so let's see. Let's see. I have a couple questions here, but I'm trying to get. Oh, I'm trying to not. Okay, so let's. What do you? What are three qualities that you believe your partner must have? Mm. Mm. Three qualities of, uh, that a partner must have. Must your um, partner have? I mean, you could just kind of throw it out to where what you think as well. Kind of play I with think, it. Well, I'm going to go general because, yeah, general, uh, I think three three qualities per, uh, uh, your partner should have. One is personality that you like. Um, that's for sure a big one. Uh, two is, you know, most people are going to go for looks. Um, but looks that uh, attract you, I want to say. Because if one, if you, you know, you find somebody that has a great personality but has their their you know Person. they're not attracted to you mm-hmm. then you know it's not going to be it's probably won't work out because you know it's it, they should attract you and um <laughs> it, it doesn't even have to be about looks they can have a great personality and if that's attractive to you then bam there you go so looks i want to say looks uh no, no, no. It's not looks. Attractiveness <laughs> in personality or any any attractiveness towards them. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever. Um, um, sense of humor is a big one. Okay. You know, if you have a dry humor or something that doesn't appeal to you, I feel like the relationship will be boring. So I feel like the sense of humor has to appeal to you. Uh, so uh, some type of attractiveness... Um, personality uh, that kind of goes with that and um, you know a sense of humor so I want to say yeah okay uh, one more I want to give one more I, I want to say uh, um, another quality would probably be you know likes and dislikes and what I mean by that is like things that you guys have in common mm-hmm. and things that you may dislike you know what I mean and <laughs> I want to say open-minded. 
You're no, going past okay, so the like, three-point list. You know, I feel like, like you're you're doing good with the whole like general thing. But honestly, I feel like whoever's listening, whoever's gonna listen to this, don't listen to DJ's equality. Is good. <laughs> I know you're trying to make them good, but make sure your quality that you like. Don't be trying to make someone. Don't okay, find. Fine. Don't don't find someone and try to make your qualities onto them if they don't have the qualities. But make sure your qualities are good qualities because you don't want to be having these qualities or it's about appearance and it's about how they handle themselves it's about money or whatever because in the end those things really don't matter what matters is the person that they are because you can get someone who's really pretty but they have a bad personality and i'm just gonna ruin it and you're not gonna be happy or maybe you'll be happy you don't know but at least you can do qualities with there your you partner go. that you like and that you know you guys both have qualities of each other that like cohesively work um, yeah that's a good one yeah that's where i wanted to get at that's a good one because i was i was explaining it wrong. yeah you were was. you were so, talking yeah. about personalities qualities, attractiveness qualities like, yeah. okay, okay this is why i'm your wife to help you out remember okay um okay this was a good one for just me and you would you say that you are more dominant or submissive hmm I didn't know the answer, um, but I already know the answer to that, so. Okay, I'm more dominant when I want to be. Um, uh, sometimes I'm more submissive because I'm just lazy. And You're I submissive just because you're lazy? Yeah. I feel like it's a 50-50 thing. I feel like with some yeah. things, like, you're the dominant one. With some things, then I could be the dominant one with other things. I think that's how it's, I think that's how a lot of relationships are. Like if you look at it, if you talk to older couples or couples in general, like people are like, "Oh, my wife won't let me do this. Oh, my wife won't let me do this." And then like when it comes to certain, but areas, that's kind of good because you know your the, partner knows yeah. some things that are better for you and that things that aren't. Yeah. So and men are the same. Got right? Men will be like dominance in areas. Don't touch that. Don't do. You know what I mean? That's just like. That's how I think it. It's got. It's got to be fifty-fifty. If it's not, it's a partnership. If it's not fifty-fifty, then it, if it's a full hundred percent, then you're being a slave, pretty much. I think okay. that's, that's how that works. Okay. So this is gonna be the last question for the night, and I think this is just a good one to end on. Um, so it's what lessons have you learned from past relationships that our audience may be able to get oh, some advice from? One. That's a good. One. <laughs> Go ahead, you can go first. What lessons? Are you on to go first? Doesn't matter. Okay, we're going to be. Okay, so the lessons I want to teach people and what I've learned personally is. Don't be diving all crazy now. Oh, we're going to (laughs) go deep dive into this one. Okay, so, well, first of all, um, the first lesson I want to give out is, and what I learned personally, is don't always stay faithful. The reason being is. I feel like it will come back to you in a in a certain way. So like like I said before, if you cheat, the other person is going to cheat as well. And it, you give what you give out or how what's that saying? You get what you give out. It, that's how I think of it. Yes. And so that's one thing I learned. Stay Okay, let me do one. Let's do one. You do one, then I do one, then you do one, okay? My okay, so one of mine would be one thing that I learned from past relationship is to be honest. Um, I learned that from past relationship of always, you know, 
lying or just not being truthful. You know, you could just lie about dumb stuff, but not being truthful in a sense of like you're not being honest with your feelings with that other person. So if you were just honest from the beginning, then maybe things would have worked out differently. Mm-hmm. So I would say in order to have even a successful relationship, honesty and talking is so important because you want to be able to have that openness with the one that you're with. Because if you don't have that, then it's really not true because you're not really being true to yourself. You're not being true to the other person. You guys should have that open communication, the honesty. You should be able to tell the person whatever you feel or whatever's going on, and they should be able to accept that. And if they're not, well, that's a whole other thing. But you should be able to be honest, always be honest, because it's just pointless. It gets you nowhere lying all the time and not being truthful. So that's one for me. Uh, another one that I learned is always try to keep the spark alive. So what I mean by that is is um, always do always figure out things to do to 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 your wife or your husband or, or you know just to keep the spark alive. You don't want to make it go dull. So like you know little dates here and there is great. Bringing flowers getting gifts for each other, things like that, you know, sometimes it gets hard, sometimes you run out of money, sometimes there's always things that happen, but if you can always figure out something that that they would appreciate, then do that, and uh, yeah, that's another one, I think. Okay, that's a good one. One other thing, what, what have I learned for past relationships? Okay, what have we covered? No, don't cheat, be honest, keep the spark alive, um, why am I like drawing a blank here now? Ugh. Be honest. Um, help me out. Help me out. <laughs> mm. I can't. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. About, There's like I've about, learned like, things from past for relationships. people that because... have long distance relationships. Well, oh, see, I've I've never had a long distance relationship, so I can't really comment on that. Mm. I can't. It's not really something that I've learned from. Um. You've done it before, right? I think, yeah. I think with the long-distance relationships, it's the same concept. Stay faithful. Um, try to call each other as much as possible. Try to FaceTime as much as possible. Try to do all that as much as possible. I, I think it's the <laughs> same, same thing as a regular relationship. It just, um, yeah. And try yeah, to see it's each one. other much. Yeah, it's got to be go. It's got to go, it's gotta go both ways. you got to see it. Ooh, I have a good one. I have a good one. All right, I got a good one, guys. One thing I learned from a past relationship is um, if you're not – one thing I learned from my past relationship is if you're not on the same mindset and you're not on the same wavelength with your significant other, it's not usually going to work. You should always want to be with someone who – wants to grow with you, you know, build with you. If you're with someone who is on a completely different mindset and they don't feel like changing with you or for you, and, you know, some people, you shouldn't have to change for somebody, you know, maybe it just doesn't work. Maybe that's just not going to work. What I can appreciate and what I've learned is to be with someone who, um, you know, you grow with, you build with. And sometimes you don't even realize that you're growing up. Like with me and DJ, we were... We weren't that, I mean, we've been together for four years, but when we first met, we were totally on the same mindset of trying to go out and party and, you know, do all that stuff. But we still ended up growing and maturing from that. And 
that's something I'd say, like, I can appreciate and that I didn't have in my last relationships. And that's something that I learned is it's not going to work with other people when you guys are on two different mindsets and you guys have two different goals and you guys, it's, it's not going to work, you know? So that's one thing I learned is, you know, try and be with someone who you feel like you can grow with and just someone who's going to bring you up and not bring you down and someone who's going to um, uplift and upbuild you to become a better person. That's yeah. a good one. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> Got any more? That's uh, all I can think of for right now. I think we should save it for another podcast. Yeah, another definitely. Keep all right. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all that we have for today. Uh, Put our little. Let's plug our stuff. Oh yeah, let's plug our stuff. Sorry, guys, I'm new to this. I don't know everything. I'll go ahead and let you plug first, DJ. All right. So you can follow me on my anchor. Um, it's Dijor Clark. Uh, you can follow my brother. His name is Day Day D A I D A I. <laughs> or you can follow me, of course, D-U-J-O-R, Clark, and uh, listen to our podcast. So we have a special guest coming soon. We also have some more topics, you know, if you like sports or whatever, we have some topics. And then you can go ahead and follow me on Instagram. Um, you can follow my main page, which is DJ underscore Clark 20. Or you can follow my my uh, my other account, which is DJ underscore Bandicoot 20. I have two. Um, I have two for promoting. One's for promoting and one's my personal oh, one. Fancy. So, uh, yeah, follow me there, please. And my okay. Snapchat. I think it's DJ Bandicoot at sexiness.com. Just kidding. That's that's a lie. Okay, <laughs> okay well, you're not going to give your you're not going to give your thing. I definitely oh. know your thing isn't DJ Sexiness. Oh, no, don't follow me on Snapchat. I don't like you guys. Just okay, kidding. well, I'll go to mine. Nope, you, you got your time. It's my time now. Okay. <laughs> so you guys can follow me on Instagram at Adri, A-Y-D-R-R-I. Follow the snap, Adriana, A-D-W-E-E-E-A-N-N-A. Go ahead and follow me on those guys. Thank you for oh, listening. Wait. Oh, wait, wait, okay. wait. Oh, you can uh, please add me on Xbox Live, Skittle 20, capital oh S-K-I-T-T-L-E 20, and let's play some games, guys. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you. All right. Bye.